You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. Good evening, After Buzzers. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and you're here for the first episode, first season of NBC's Deception. The first episode is called Pilot, because it's the pilot episode. I'm here with the incomparable. Introduce yourself, ladies. I'm Megan Thomas. Megan Thomas. I'm Amber J. Amber J. And... I'm Bam Erickson. Bam Erickson's in the house. So... Bing is for doing, like I said before. And we're going to get right into this. So, first episode. What did you guys think of the first episode? Just really quick. One word. Give me one word. Love. Love. That's from Amber. Megan, one word. Exciting. Exciting. Bam, one word. I was pleased. (laughs) (laughs) That's three words. (laughs) Mine is intrigued. So, we're going to explain this as we go. And break down the show at the same time. Sorry, guys. I was, uh, I'm busy. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> Marissa Serafini in the box. Ladies and gentlemen, we love her. All right. So, Megan Good, Laz Alonzo, Victor Garber, Tate Donovan, dope actors. NBC casted this show amazingly. Um, and I don't think it, it can get much better based on the premise of the show um, when it comes to casting. They did a really, really great job. I didn't look up to see who the casting director was. Do you have that over there? No? Anyway, we'll look for it later. Yeah. But they did a good job as far as casting the show. So now it's about breaking down the storyline, the writing, and the show structure, pretty much, of how everything is going and going to go, blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about the intros. So we get introduced to this murder that's happened somewhere. In New York. In New York City. And we get introduced to Making Good's character who, what's her name? Her name is Joanna. Joanna. Joanna LaCosta. Joanna LaCosta. Okay. Thanks, Amber, for that. (laughs) And bam, thank you, too. Joanna LaCosta. Joanna LaCosta. This is interesting, seeing Megan Good play this character. Uh, and, And specifically because... We're used to what are we used to seeing? We're Megan? used to seeing Megan with no clothes on or yeah. doing something more. Megan with no clothes on, Amber. Come on, no clothes on. A little bit of clothes. A little, a little bit of clothes. I mean, she's hot. Yes. So yes, you think yes. you do? You think this is like the transit a transition I do. type of thing? She's just a she's a very provocative persona. I don't know what yeah. the word is, but okay. I think you know she did think like a man last year. And I think that kind of elevated her to the next tier. Like, she's finally leading a show. And you can see the more classy 
the good Megan. Right, yeah. right. And on the way over here, I was listening to the radio, and she said, she had an interview, and she said, she likens, she really likes the role that she's playing because she feels like it's a victory for her. She feels like now people can see me for my acting versus just seeing my goods, you know. Exactly. So, so yeah, she, she, and she, she. And she has expressed before that she wanted to um, eventually break out of people always seeing her as a sexy girl. And so she's had this opportunity. She took it. And so now, you know, she's a part of that. She's a part of that, that small clan of, of African-American women who are, uh, who have led a drama show on daytime or primetime TV. So, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because she, I think she's got unrighteously, it's kind of hard to say unrighteously pigeonholed into that. The pretty girl, Role because you, you I've been watching Megan's career since she was in Eve's Bayou back in the day. Since That's she was the last girl. time she oh, had some clothes. skater, honey. Cousin <laughs> skater and Nickelodeon. Cousin right. skater. She didn't have on any clothes then either. She used to have right. a little half top. <laughs> she oh, did. Wow. She did. Here we go. I can, <laughs> I can take you further back. She was in Friday, but let's not go there. Let's go forward. Right. Yeah. So I, I think this is a good opportunity for her to show some. I mean, she's shown chops, but it's been the same kind of chops in the, in her adult. In her adult career, playing the pretty girl, and is giving her an opportunity to show a range of talent. To see her chase somebody down a stairwell, <laughs> get punched in the face, have a busted lip, and then punch the camera, so to speak, to punch a perp was I, she she pulled it off. It was kind of hard to see her yeah. doing that. <laughs> Because of what we're used to, at the same time, she acted it. She still pulled it off acting-wise. Mm-hmm. She definitely rose to the occasion. I think that she is really, she plays this character very well. Like, I think that she studied, she must have done her homework. She actually does play this character very well. It's very believable to me, even though it is Megan. Right. But I'm not going to lie, though. I'm not going to lie. I think they should have uglied her up a little bit more. Because she's, she's so pretty. She really is a pretty girl. But she yeah. doesn't have on a lot of makeup. She doesn't. If you watch. She's so pretty. And that's what I'm saying. I'm always jealous. You know, I know. We should. They should have left crust in her eye, spinach in her teeth, something. Just to, you know, she's so pretty. Spinach in the teeth. Yes. She's so pretty. <laughs> spinach in the teeth. That's funny. I think, no. Well, Go ahead, man. I, I think maybe they should have um, shortened her hair. I think... You know what I thought about the hair thing too. It's funny you mentioned that because I thought about that and because her hair is, is short now, and so for the yeah. pilot she went back to what we normally see her as. So I thought that maybe if they would have shortened her hair and maybe not as short as her real hair, but maybe just you know shoulder length, shoulder length or something, just to make her you know not as such of a glamorous yeah San Francisco Police Department officer yeah because she looks like she's on the red carpet yeah she's so but gorgeous. I mean I mean I think it I think it is that works. what you mean. In some ways, yeah. In some ways, yeah. I, I still think it works. Yeah. Yeah, I totally think it works with her. And so, you know, she's this cop. And so now um, you want to get into uh, her purpose. And so why? So she's the cop. And mm-hmm. she, um, her, she she gets a call from um, she gets a call from from a Will Moreno. Who's who? No, he a, shows up. Oh, yeah, he shows up. He shows up, knocks on the door and he informs her. Right. He's played by Laz Alonzo. Laz Alonzo mm-hmm. that that her best friend was murdered. And her and Laza's character has history because they were detectives together. And right. he was eventually moved to FBI. And so, you know. Right. And that's actually where their relationship fell because they dated for four years and he got that promotion and went, to, went on to the FBI. No, they were they were partners for four years and they dated for one week. 
and then she broke right. up. Right, they him. worked. Yeah. Well, that's what I meant when they worked together. Yeah. They, they were partners. You're right. right. They were partners for four years, dated for a week, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah, dated for a week, and then he moved on to the FBI. A lot can happen in a week. Yeah, especially when you're like attractive and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. That's the f- you. You. I gotta watch out for you. Amber is funny. Amber <laughs> J. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're attractive. You can get away with a lot when you're attractive. I mean, you know, they've done studies on lookism. Anyway. Exactly. So she goes to investigate her friend's murder. She shows up at the house. She well, a Will convinces her to go undercover because there obviously been an investigation going on around the Bowers family. And the Bowers family is worth $10 billion. They're ultra rich and they get away with everything murder mm-hmm. it seems as they yeah. get away with everything uh, one thing I have to mention is that I didn't like them I didn't like how they were incorporating TMZ like real world references it's just references yeah that reference was to me was like eh, it didn't really fit it was like they're trying to make it real for everybody but it should have just you know referred to the media because the tone of the show didn't really have that real world gritty vibe to it but for me the That's demographic me. is 18 to 34, and so they can identify with something like TMZ, so yeah. you have to... I mean, I got what they were trying to do. I don't know. I think it makes it more real, though, because if you... You know, everybody knows what TMZ is, so if you add that real element of something that we probably all look at anyway, I think it makes it a little bit more real and believable. Well, well it would have been more, it would have been more believable if we would actually saw paparazzis and then we would have got a feel more of what the social media and what paparazzis do. But it was only mentioned in the reference right. and it was so quick that it really didn't really make a difference whether if they said if it was TMZ or if you just said paparazzis because everyone knows what paparazzi is. So you can kind of use your imagination to that. So for me, it was... What so what who cares? Is this, they mentioned it like two or three times yeah. too, and it was kind of gratuitous. Yeah. Instead of just saying you could have mentioned TMZ like once and then gone to say, Oh, the media, blah blah blah, unless that was part of the plot mm-hmm. or it was there was money or something being exchanged for that story, yeah, per se. But this so continuing on with the story now, let's go into the whole murder because this is what brings, um, this is what brings Joanna, played by uh, Megan Good, her character, this is what brings her to New York, right. And so, oh, I'm trying. Okay. Let's talk, let's, let's, Megan. Why don't you break the, the what's going on as far as that's concerned? Since you saw the show like half a dozen times, <laughs> <laughs> or was that Amber? Which one you guys we saw the show? Did. We both <laughs> did. We both saw it like half a dozen yes, times. Yes, we did. Watch Great. Multiple times. Okay. So she goes to she goes to New York. Um, she agrees uh, to go to New York after Will asks her, and she goes to the private funeral that's held at the house. Mm. And that's where she runs into Julian Bowers, who mm. we find out is her ex-boo thing back when she used to live in the house. Right. And um, you also meet Mia for the first time, who is his little sister, their little sister. Mm-hmm. And it was really heart-wrenching when um, Vivian's father, Robert, if I'm correct. Robert, yes. uh-huh, Robert, played by Victor Garber. Yes. Titanic fame. He had a little small part in in the town. He, he's the dude. He's yeah. the, he was. Yeah. He also played uh, Jennifer Garner's dad on the Alias. But anyway, go ahead. Yes. I love him. My mom's <laughs> like in love with him. She's like, he's so handsome. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry about that. So, yeah, and he, he gives a great story about Vivian and how, you know, she was the, the child that wanted one more. She never wanted to sleep. She wanted one more of everything. And Mia cries. And it was it touched my heart because that really humanized Vivian because as you can tell she's a party girl she's always out on the town that's how people know her so the fact that she's dead and you know they're really humanizing her in this moment um, when they're at the house Um, that night Robert asks Megan Good's character Joanna if she wants to stay 
for dinner, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she agrees to. And that's where we see some of the conflict that goes on with the family. That's where you first notice, okay, this family's probably not all together. Yes, they're worth $10 billion, but this is the first time that you see that. And I think with um, the first part being the brother Edward, mm-hmm. who is the older brother, uh, played by Tate Donovan. Tate Donovan. And He's the bomb. Argo. He is. He's he is. Actually, Victor Garber was an Argo as well. They're both in it. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. So, yeah, so, so <laughs> Big Brother Eddie, you see his wife and him are not on good terms. Eddie is um, in the house. He's staying at his parents' house, not with his wife. Mm-hmm. And she, they kind of have a little exchange, and she's like, no, get away from me. I'll right. be all right. Money. right. I don't, I got to leave. They have a very, very tense relationship. Yes. There's a lot of uh, stress on that. And Joanna overheard the conversation because when she was sleeping she heard a noise and she heard them arguing so she goes and of course investigates and listens so that's one of her things that she's trying to do she's trying to figure out what's going on with the family so that's her purpose there so she overheard the arguing so she knows that there's some tension and I think it's important to notice to note that um, his wife what she said which is I don't want your money she basically you get the feeling that she just wants to get out of there like Mm. I don't want your money I just want out it, it. Seem, it seems like it's really crazy. And then at some point, and that was a good point, Megan, at, at some point there was a point when they were discussing that the family is really, uh, is well, is very unstable. You can and, see that, and, and And she, you know, when they were discussing Edward's past with uh, the case where he had opposedly or, or or apparently or allegedly allegedly that's the word I was looking for thank you Bam Erickson allegedly had raped and strangled some young woman and 15 years prior that seems to be wearing their relationship thin based on what it appears from the outside the outset well, yeah she mentions that she says like yeah. our daughter can Google you like she's old yeah. enough to know that. And she's like, well, we tell her the truth. I'm innocent, but I don't really think he's innocent. I don't either. But then again, also, there's more to the story that we need to know because um, did did this alleged um, rape, that this happened while they were married? Was it before? There's a lot of questions that's unanswered. And so we don't really know. I can't really judge her for why she feels that way because if it was before, then that's you for Mary for marrying him and having the baby. But if it's during their relationship, then you know she may have a right to feel the way she feels. Well, Will mentions when he's in San Francisco, like trying to get Joanna to come to New York. He says that he's in the house because his wife thinks he's abusive. Like they're separated oh, yeah, because too, of yeah. the abuse. Right. So like the FBI has an idea of what's going on. They know he's abusive. Etc. Right, and that's a good point, Amber. He they they also mentioned where Edward may have been trying to get Vivian out of the will, and that's a huge motivational factor, yeah. um, motive for murder when you're talking about billions of dollars and a family that is just privileged. Mm-hmm. So that has always usually been some kind of motive when you're dealing with this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so. But 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 at the same time, you know when he went to go visit her, he was the first one. Yeah, Amber, he w- he was the first one to go see her at the morgue to identify the body. Yeah, and he was he seemed very in his own moment. I mean, he attacked the coroner for taking pictures. It looked like he was going to sell pictures, and then he was apologizing to her. Yeah, yeah. He said, "I'm sorry, I tried." You're right. Yeah, well, and then he, he seemed really sad too at the wake when the father was giving the story to her about her. He he was in the window seal, and you can tell he was getting really emotional. See, I don't think either of the brothers seemed emotional. They both seemed pretty unaffected by the entire thing to me. 
Yeah. That was just my opinion, though. Well, Edward, Edward, Julian seemed more unaffected <clears throat> than, than Edward. Edward seemed more affected. I mean, their sister yeah. died, and he's like, when they're on the phone, she's like, oh, your your brother's going to go identify her, and you just go pick your other sister up from school. Like, nobody was grieving at all. They were just like, okay, let's handle this right. strategically. I don't think they showed his reaction, though. I think he probably was a little hurt, just because the way he's so attentive to their little sister, Mia. You know, if you notice, I think that's why he has to be so strong, because Mia's breaking down, and I don't think it would... I think he feels like, as a man, I can't cry. My well, little sister's crying. He literally rolled out of the bed. The as girl was still laying there I naked. agree with you, Amber. <laughs> to me, it seems a little, he seems a little callous to me. Like, there's ulterior motives. There's something going on there with Julian. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to be, like, really emotionally invested. He seems like he has a more of an agenda going on as opposed to a grieving process. Absolutely. I am emotionally invested in iTunes. So I think I better <laughs> tell everybody what iTunes is about being that this is our first recap for Deception. So you guys make sure that you guys go to iTunes. What it does is you guys can download uh, this great podcast for free and you can pass it along and you could tell your friends. And what it does is it um, it just allows us to be able to continue to do the show. So if you guys can just go to iTunes, please download, please rate. We have the top 10s here at AfterBuzz TV. And so we would love for um, Deception to be in the top 10. So make sure that you go to iTunes, download it and rate it. It's free. Tell a friend. And then don't forget about the podcast app. And what that does is it organizes all of the subscriptions for all the various great wonderful shows that we have here on i that we have here on after Buzz tv and so you guys make sure that you uh check out itunes and the podcast yes ipad i let's say iTunes. iTunes. itunes podcasts love it comment rate all positive though thank you very much <clears throat> yeah <laughs> so back to the investigation I don't want to get into predictions yet and give us like a couple minutes to go into predictions. We're going to end them right before that. We're going to go into news and and uh, news and gossip. Mm -hmm. But this show, are you guys happy with the structure of the show? Yes. Amber. I personally think that it has so many storylines that it's going to stay around for a while. Do you think it's too many storylines? I don't think you can ever have too many storylines. Like, because that, uh, that's what keeps you watching. And it keeps you, you know, sometimes when you watch a TV, you're texting, you're doing this, you're doing all. Like, it keeps you attentive because you have to pick up every little piece. And I think that this story <clears throat> is so woven. Like, I think they're going to bring out, you know, Joanna's mom. I think so many things have so many things to do with this, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think the pilot, it just, I like the way they presented all the ideas. Okay. What do you think about that, ma'am? I won't say that it's I won't say that it's all over the place, but it does there there's so much that's going on mm-hmm. that it does leave for for a lot of things that will be answered eventually. I know I believe I I, I think this um there's eight episodes so far. Right. And so it definitely gives you enough to where you have to wonder like all this obviously can't be um all this can't be accomplished in a couple in a couple episodes. So within this eight or nine week episode that they're gonna do, there's a lot of things that's gonna be revealed and you know coming you know that's gonna um come to light say for instance what i thought was really interesting was how pretty much the whole family except for the dad does not want uh joanna's um character to live in the house and for me i feel that that's kind of weird that they would first of all invite her Mm -hmm. to stay over Mm -hmm. and then 
the dad offers her a job. They haven't seen her in eons. <laughs> yeah. And most billionaire people, there's normally some kind of research or something, especially when you've been gone a long time and there has been no communication well, between mm-hmm. between her and Vivian. Well, you got to remember, she grew up there. I understand that so, she grew yeah. up, but remember when you're in that when you're worth that kind of money mm-hmm. and you're that that kind of el- elitism or prestige, mm-hmm. you live in a bubble. And pretty much the people you know are the people you feel like you know. That is a good point. So that gives them a little bit like oh, a familiar face. We know this girl. But nobody, yada, yada, yada. But nobody wants her there. They, they refer, Julian does. They, yeah, Julian does. They, there's like and so does the dad. The dad. The dad wants her there. And the he's what matters. And Sophia does. The only person that has a problem is Edward and Mia. Well, Sophia. No, I don't think Sophia, Sophia really. I think she was being nice at so the dinner table. She was a little snippy was, yeah. before she left at the end of the night. With uh, when Mia left, and yeah, then, she's like, So, how long she, are you gonna be here? Right, like, yeah. you know, and I, but you said come with open arms, right. so I'm gonna take it for what you said, and I'm staying forever. But it, it seems kind of like when somebody is nice to you just to be nice, just because they're supposed to be, as opposed to it really being genuine. Okay, that, then okay. it's like when you're eating your food and you're just really hungry, and then someone's just sitting there not eating, and you're like, You want some, but you really don't want to give them any. Yeah. See, I'm like, not you that person. Say, yeah. <laughs> That's how people, you know, pretty much are, you know, when it comes to. Offering yeah, that some, makes sense, you know. So, um, okay. The so mom then, is a little. She was really good in the campaign, by the way. I loved her. I can't remember her name. I really don't. I, I read it a couple times, but she was. She's a good actress. Her I oh, her name is that what you're asking? The the actress who plays Sophia Catherine Bowers. What is it? Catherine Lanasa. Catherine Lanasa. And you know what's so funny? I just saw the campaign. I just actually got it on Blu-ray a couple nights ago, and I was like, she's good, and. I watched it, and it's funny. She's on the show, mm-hmm. and she's 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 talented. I'm yeah. impressed. Jeez. I mean, if Will Ferrell, you know, you're in a movie with Will Ferrell, and now you're on NBC, you have to be talented. You're yeah. you're good. Mm-hmm. So she's doing her thing. Um, yeah, she has to be good. I don't like her already, so that means she's doing her part. That means she's doing her yeah. thing exactly. She's playing. <laughs> Ember's like, I don't like her already. I don't. So she's doing something right with the character. But so, you know who Megan, I do yeah, like? Megan, what do you think, Megan? Okay, well, I want to say this. I Who I do like is the guy who unfortunately just died, Remy Colville, the, you know what? the tabloid reporter. I think he's funny. And unfortunately, he's gone. He's gone already. And you know yeah. what? That actually what that kind of threw me for a loop for a second. Because I was like, okay, that was a little, that was a quick twist. Because he... He got off like immediately. Yeah, I was like, okay, NBC, y'all are killing people and, already. And they were supposed to build with that a mm-hmm. little bit, or so you thought. But I think it's great that he is gone because you know Laza's character, um, Will, has hesitation. He didn't want he didn't want um, he didn't want uh, Joanna to go back and to investigate because she had ties to she has ties to Remy, and so if he plus her cover was blown, yeah, and her, and her cover, her cover yeah. was her cover was blown because he knew she was. So now Laz, he's although he doesn't want her to to go back into the house, he's gonna now have to look and find out who these guys are. So it gives more to the story that he's dead more than he's alive. What really, and you have a point about that. What I didn't really like was how how Joanna caught him in the tree, because when you're worth that kind of money, the security, security. like even if it's like okay, such as excuse, such as such as leaving mm-hmm. the property, their premises, they're not. They're gonna have security to account for this person mm-hmm. that's leaving the premises. But he was there the day before, talking he, to Mia. He was there the day before, and that's so maybe the thing. he never left. So where was he? In the it's tree. A, it's in the a tree. big house. Who knows? No, but I'm, what I'm saying is, 
he is not part of that family. He wasn't a guest. He yeah. came to visit. And it's like, okay, such and such is leaving now. But if you notice, they didn't have a lot of security. Like, they had a valet at the funeral, but they didn't have, like, security guards. They don't have, like, a... But see, that's something I would assume. Mm-hmm. That's just me, but that's just my sensibility. I would think that you're worth that kind of money. But that I all... know Bill Gates yeah. and Warren Buffett got crazy security, even though we don't see it when they take their pictures for Newsweek and you're Fortune right. uh, you're Forbes right. magazine. You're right. There wasn't, like, a lot of security, which, for me, it, it, it knows the points of why they have to mention old TMZ and the tabloids. You know, our sister, you know... Um, when Mia said our sister's being on uh, TMZ and the media and blah, but there's no, I don't know, maybe because I'm in LA, like, I don't feel like it's a paparazzi type family. Well, they mentioned TMZ, so obviously they're yeah. in the midst of whatever. Yeah. They're like New York socialites. So. Let's, um, let's get into news and gossip. After Buzz TV yeah. News. Well, Megan, Megan, yeah. go. <laughs> so, if you get the February issue of Ebony, you will see the lovely Megan Good and her husband, preacher slash movie exec Devon Franklin, mm-hmm. on the cover of the February issue. I think I'm going to get that because they look so cute together. And they just got married. They yeah, congratulations awesome to Megan awesome and story. Devon. That's awesome. Is there um, anything that's referenced that, um, that they're going to maybe speak about in the article? Say that one more time. Did they reference, like, or is there any tidbits and uh, what we can expect for the article? No. Well, all I know is they do discuss their relationship, and they would discuss, of course, how working together, uh-huh. how, excuse me, how busy they've been and how that affects our relationship. And they also discuss both being celibate before oh, they got yeah. married. Oh, yeah. I recall that. Good for Megan. I'm oh, happy right. for her. Congrats. She's kind of Prince Charming. How cute is that? Congrats, Megan and Devon. That's um, excellent. So what do you have over there, I Amber? read that um, Deception beat out ABC's Castle for the number one spot in ratings. Did it boom, last night. Boom. Last night. So boom, boom. That's what 5. we're talking about. 5.6 million viewers. This is like a love-hate. 5.6. Okay. So it beat out all, and it, it got a two-point rating. I'm happy, but I'm bummed because <laughs> <laughs> I recap Castle as well. So, um, Well, you know. sorry about that. Yeah. We win again. Well, congratulations mm-hmm. to De- Deception. Yes. Yeah. So hopefully Deception. they can stay at number one. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can keep that up because that be a, it's a great look for her and then yeah. for you know the network, too. Thanks, Amber. Yeah. Appreciate that. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Justin Key on Twitter at Justin Key 101. Uh, he said, uh, please don't try and compare Scandal and Deception. Both are amazing shows with amazing writers and amazing actors. Shout out to the showrunners. And I'm glad somebody actually mentioned that because the premise of the show, the premises of the show are actually completely different, completely different, yeah. have nothing to do with each other. And although they both have african-american female leads the show and storylines are nothing alike to me this is more like a black revenge i was gonna say yeah. that that's what they've been saying too so you know to me it's not even a black revenge it is. everybody on the show is still not black only person that's black is megan good but in the sense that it's a black version because she's the lead let's say it's an nbc version of revenge because you don't have to put color in it Okay, well, because I, I mean, to me, it's not even revenge <laughs> yeah. because revenge. This girl goes in with an actual agenda. Mm-hmm. She Megan has an agenda. Megan's agenda yes. is to find out what's going on. This girl has an agenda to do stuff but to at people. At the end of the episode, <laughs> at the end of the episode, she says, "I'm going to stay." Because we forgot to mention the big key point that Mia is not the Bowers' daughter. Yes, she's Vivian's right, daughter. Right, that's right. true. She was born. Um, yeah, that's so true. Vivian 
is was pregnant when she passed, right. and she also had a child at age of fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, she got around. Yeah. She's a party girl. I know. You saw I guess her so. popping the pills, you know. Okay, so let's get into predictions for next week. And now your after buzz TV predictions. Okay, predictions for next week, week two. Amber J, go. Um, I predict that Julian has a much higher role like than he did on this show. I think he's going to come forth as like one of the primary suspects, um, only because we see him throwing the ring at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was the developer of this cancer drug that mm. um, that they were creating. So I think that shady business. Remy, some some they're going to find some of Remy's findings, and Julian is going to be like one of the top suspects. Okay. Bam Erickson, predictions, go. Can you go first? Megan, yes. predictions, go. I'm going to say the father, Robert Bowers. I, I think we're going to find out more stuff that he did that kind of demonizes the guy. And I think we're going to start to question him more. Even though right now we kind of see him as a loving father, I think we're going to see more things that he does that shows that he probably he might have had something to do with this. Interesting. That's very interesting. Okay. Bam Erickson, predictions go. A couple things. So with the ring with Julian, and so I'm sure um, the the question I think most people would probably assume is that ring is either Vivian's because we don't know who uh, Vivian was in bed with. So correct. It's um, I'm going to assume that that ring that he's throwing out is either from Vivian because she's dead or he's throwing it out because it's Joanna's and maybe he really did love her when they used to have you know relations back doing the flashbacks Mm -hmm. so I believe the ring is is either for Vivian or Joanna and then the dad I think that there's a reason that he's keeping um, Joanna's uh, Joanna around and giving her that job and so like you know you said he may be nice but I think he has a hidden agenda and he wants to keep her there for something that that will be revealed later okay good job Ben Erickson you're welcome (laughs) Well, my prediction is uh, Mia starts her job. She gets involved with Julian, as we saw in the previews for next week. She gets involved in Julian, and Will's character, uh, Liza's character, Will, is not going to be happy with that. And he actually wants to rebuild something with Joanna while he's going through this investigation, and that's going to... I'm busy. Can't you see I'm on After Buzz right now? (laughs) (laughs) That is going to infringe upon his love agenda with Joanna to rekindle that week of romance that they had. That is going to be the primary thing for me. I'm Thaddeus Massey. Where can we find you, uh, ladies, first? In the meantime, guys, Amber J. Find me on Twitter at I'm Amber J. I am A-M-B-E-R-J-A-Y-E. Hit me up on Twitter at Meg Scoop. M-E-G-S-C-O-O-P. Bam Erickson. B-A-M-M-E-R-I-C-S-C-N on Twitter. Thaddeus at Club Thaddeus C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S until next time we see you guys next week for season one of NBC's Deception episode two until then from Bing.com executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 